0: It could be easy to just sit back and say, we've got it knocked down, but uh, we sort of put it to ourselves to say, we don't ever want to stop. There's always something new and interesting coming out, uh, or whether it's an ingredient, a brew method, a style, um, a product, um, an ancillary product, a food product, it never really stops at combining it with other things, convenience married with, with quality
1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Greg Zamfotis of Gregory's Coffee. Greg, super excited to have you on the show.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Yes, excited to have you on and talk about all the awesome things that you're doing. But before we do that, I want to read a little bit more about Greg so you can hear a little bit more about all the awesome things he's doing. And born and raised in New York, Gregory is a familiar is familiar with Hustle. Prior to founding Gregory's Coffee, he studied law, but found himself seeking another something different. It was during time spent with his father, a successful businessman in the New York food industry, that he discovered his interest in creating a space where healthy food and beverages were available to people just like him, driven to succeed but staying in shape along the way. These discussions took place in a range of coffee shops around the city, and it, it was then that he noticed how many were lacking quality food options. This planted the seed in him to create a space where you don't have to make it make sacrifices to get great coffee and get it quickly. He wants to offer healthy options to people just like him, driven to succeed without sacrificing nutritious food and focusing on consumer experience first and foremost. Gregory has built a business with his fellow New Yorkers in mind, and ensuring their hustle is only enhanced by quality. Products served in the most convenient locations. Greg, excited again to have you on the show. You're ready to speak to the I'm CEO community?
0: Let's do it. I'm pumped.
1: Let's get it happening. So mm-hmm. to kind of kick everything off, I know I touched on it when I read your bio, but I wanted to rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what to call your CEO story.
0: Yeah, I think the, the bio did a pretty got, good, good job of summarizing it, um, I think, to color in between the lines a little bit Um I sort of had that Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours of experience without realizing I had that. So as I was finishing law school and pivoting towards uh, running my own business, um, while it was new and interesting for me, I had basically been doing this my whole life, whether I was shaving carrots, going on deliveries, working the cash register, help my father and his businesses, uh, basically from a young age all the way through school. Um, So I took that uh, and then put my own stamp on it. I want to do uh, things my own way. So whenever it was working for my father's businesses, it was very definitively helping him as opposed to thinking about a career for myself. So uh, when we got started with Gregory's in 2006, I was all in from day one, uh, literally, uh, basically planted in that store, uh, seven days a week, managing that business. And um, the real genesis was how can I kind of take Um, a quality experience, premium products, uh, and do it in a fast-paced environment. My father's businesses were always like that. Uh, The middle of Midtown Manhattan Financial District were just huge rushes of folks that just didn't have the time to wait. So, um, you know, efficiency was of the most importance to to New Yorkers in those parts of town. So I took that idea, brought it to the the parts of town where there really weren't very many options for specialty coffee um, and used all of my back Back history, my all that things that were kind of implanted in my DNA, like hustle, uh get people, get people their product quickly without sacrificing the experience um, and certainly not sacrificing the product or quality. And then when you did those things or when we did those things, we found a lot of success and people really valuing uh what we were doing and appreciating all, all that hustle we, we were putting forth.
1: Yeah, I absolutely love that. And, and anything, you know, with Malcolm Gladwell's outliers mm-hmm. that has that mm-hmm. mentioned always, you know, speaks volumes to me because I think it really speaks to um, the true understanding of like how people succeed, why they succeed. A lot of times people think, you know, people flip a switch and then they get started. But I love hearing how those seeds were planted and how you kind of took that experience, the knowledge, just things that you were saying you were going through and not even realizing you were building up that expertise and knowledge to, to be able to do all the things you're doing now.
0: Oh yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know, osmosis over the years, however, many times I heard my father having conversations, watching him do what he did, um, really just absorbed all that energy and all that information without realizing it. Um, so then when it came to be my turn to start um making those decisions or having those uh conversations with guests or team members, um, I don't want to say it felt natural. It was felt like I had a lot of practice uh and probably wiser than my my years. When we started, I was you know, a young buck, my early 20s. Um, now I'm an old man. Uh, four, just turned 40 this year, um, but um, still have the same energy I had from day one. I think maybe even more.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure the the Gregory's Coffee is a good reason for that. So I absolutely yep. love that you've been able to kind of you know tap into that and really you know continue to hit the ground running. So um, I, I know I touched on it. And you did as well too a little bit about you know what you're doing at Gregory's Coffee. Could you take us through a little bit more about what you're providing, how you're serving your clients, and how that experience is really taken to a t- another level?
0: So. I think the foundation of everything we do is, is our coffee program. So it starts with coffee and we say it starts with coffee stops at nothing. Right. So, um, you know, coffee's on the, on the masthead. So that's, that's a, that's of premier importance. It's super important to me. I'm probably drinking, six seven eight nine cups of coffee a day so it's important to make sure it's on point not only for me but for all the guests so um every step from sourcing the coffee to roasting the coffee and then obviously brewing it at the stores we control those all of those things because we want to make sure um you know we're 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 keeping our, our tight controls over over quality and we can make change if we need to we continue to iterate and tweak to make sure that we're constantly pushing the boundaries to get that quality just as high as it possibly can be um, so that obviously the, is a foundation for the majority of our menu drip coffees cappuccinos lattes your standard fare. Uh, cold brew obviously now uh, and then from there we've started to build out the menu around that core product and filling it with not only um, interesting derivatives of the coffee. Uh, so like cold brew, we have a cold brew bar where we take cold brew and use it as an ingredient, as opposed to just the drink. Uh, and you mix it with other items, uh, plant-based milk, honey, cinnamon, um, et cetera, uh, Nutella, whatever it might be, to come up with interesting uh, concoctions almost. We've been been pushing a plant-based menu or we've had plant-based items on the menu for probably about 10 years now. Um, I'd say in the last five or six years, it's become much more of a focus as it kind of dovetails with my own personal diet. So I observe a plant-based diet um, and as I've been doing that, obviously, I selfishly I want to have more of those sorts of products in our in our cafes. Uh, and we always build that with the mindset of I don't want to build products that are just plant-based and they taste like a plant-based product. We build delicious products, and if we can make them plant-based, we will. Uh, and that has worked served us really well because we don't have like one or two items where we're just sort of nodding towards the plant-based trend. We have a pretty substantial part of our menu is built around vegan plant-based items. Um, so that community absolutely loves what we're doing because they know it's built by cares and, and believes in it. And it's not um, just something we're doing to, to, to increase ticket sales. We're doing it because it's, it's important to me and to our, to our team.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, would you consider that to be a a large part of your secret sauce? And this could be for yourself individually, the business, or a combination of both. But it almost feels like you have that obviously strong foundation, the ten thousand hours that we kind of talked about. But it sounds like you've been able to kind of, for lack of a better term, master that and be able to say, like, how can I push the envelope and do better? Do you think that's part of like what sets you apart and makes you unique?
0: hundred percent. I think um, maybe in some instances you might call it ADD or or Turbo ADD or whatever it is these days, but um, I've got, uh, not to disparage those that, that, that have that it's more of in, in my, where it's like, I can't sit still. I can't stop thinking about what else can we be doing to improve or to make, um, make something better or try something different. And it's not, again, not being different just for the sake of being different. It's just approaching the business. Like a first I'm trying to sell to myself. Like what, what interests me? What gets me excited? What makes me passionate? Um, because if I don't have that, then it's hard for me to get the team excited or to rally around a product, an idea or a service model. Um, because again, it doesn't, it's, it rings hollow, if it doesn't feel like it's coming from a place of sincere passion, uh, or, 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 or enjoyment. So I start with selling to myself, I, I and then I also talk with others about what are people looking for? What are they? What do they like? What do they want to see more of? Um, and we're constantly looking at how we could improve and then you build a team mentality around that, where, you know, there could be some instances where change can be difficult. It's work, right? If I kept the same menu all the time, it's much easier. I don't have to, I don't have to print new menus. I don't have to train folks on new products. I don't have to work on development or or all these sorts of things. So, you know, it could be easy to just sit back and say, we've got it knocked down, but uh, we sort of put it to ourselves to say, we don't ever want to stop there's always something new and interesting coming out, uh, or whether it's an ingredient, a brew method, a style, um, a product, um, an ancillary product, a food product, it never really stops. Um, we're really sort of at the beginning of what a lot of people are calling it that next wave of coffee, where like the, the first wave, second wave, we've been in this quote, quote unquote third wave of coffee for a long time. Uh, and I think, um, this new generation is really helping us tip into that next Cold coffee, different ways of preparing it and combining it with other things, convenience married with, with quality, all these things are just kind of being really shouted from the megaphones um, and excited to kind of tap into that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I love how you said convenience with quality. So I, I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: I think for me, it's never losing touch with our people, um, and it's very easy as a CEO uh, or someone in a in a high level position in a company that's growing to become detached from the day to day. Obviously, there's a lot of things that get, need to get done, a lot of priorities, and a lot of um, heavy tasks that just need focus. And again, I'm like removed right now. I'm in an office, um, but uh, I intentionally have our office on the second floor of a, one of our coffee shops. I just I love. Being in that space, being in that energy, communicating with the team members, uh, drinking coffee with them, and you never really lose touch of what it's like in the so- in the store at the at that what the customer experience feels like. Never losing sight of what it's like. Uh, I don't want to say the trenches, but just in the the day to day, what's going on in the business. You know, uh, I, I love being able to connect with our team. The team really getting to feel comfortable with me, being able to express opinions, express concerns if they have them. um, And then also rallying around the things that we're
1: trying to do together. Yeah, I think that's huge. And I love the idea of, you know, kind of being plugged in. So um, what would you consider to be what I like to call a CEO nugget? So this could be a little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice. I like to say it might be something you would tell your younger business self if you hopped into a time machine or potentially your favorite client. Maybe as an advice, I would just say like
0: make sure you're reading everything that you're signing. Uh, and I think this is this is a lawyer in me, someone who went to law school. Um, and it's easy when you get you know even one pagers uh, from a new vendor, a new partner, just making sure you know what you're getting yourself into. There's a lot of there's there's been times where folks who work as a part of the team have gotten interactions with the new new vendor, new client, and whatever the document seems simple enough, and then you re- you realize all oh, it takes is one line in there. Uh, to say or do something that can become challenging for you or your business if if things don't always go 100% the way you expect them to. So um, I always recommend, you know, read everything, make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. If it's too dense, you know, ask for help. I've found many times, um, and even if something is like, oh, quote, unquote, this is our standard boy that everybody signs. Almost always, if there's something wrong in there, I'll be like, well, this this just is not going to work. Most, most vendors or partners that are 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 solid, good people that you want to work with will work with you if there's something in a document that um, that you don't agree with or you're or you're concerned with. So um, just read your stuff.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So, Greg, what does being a CEO mean to you? I think it's constantly being again
0: deeply in touch with your business, deeply in touch with your people, Um, and you know giving it what it needs. Sometimes it's less of you, sometimes it's more. Um, and sometimes it just takes listening. Uh, and because again, it's it's a trap I've found myself, and I'm sure other CEOs can can attest. Giving the business what it needs, when's it when it needs it, and when you need to ask for help. Uh, and when you do those things, um, it's just a never end, really never-ending piece, right? That race. So there's always something going on. Uh, and I think making sure you're just super tapped in um and you know what to give, when to give it, and how to give it.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Greg, truly appreciate that definition. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So, what I want to do now is passion the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people could get a hold of you, visit your shores, find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on.
0: We've got 36 locations between uh New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and uh Washington, DC. We got five stores down in DC close by you. Um, you know, you could check us out at Gregory'sCoffee.com. Um, our our handles are all at Gregory's Coffee, no apostrophe, just Y S there. Uh, me personally, um, my handles are all at Gregory's Amphotis. Um, and you could check me out, see what I'm talking about, what I'm looking into these days, keeping keeping our eye on what else we can do, how much we can improve uh, and never really stopping at that. And then hopefully, you know, in a, in, a, in a soon time, if we ever chat again, I'll have more interesting things to be talking about or what other, other things we figured out uh, and how important it was to continue staying ahead of the curve and looking forward, not, looking, not always just looking back.
1: Absolutely, definitely looking forward to that. We're we're gonna have the links and information in the show notes as well too, so that everybody can follow up. But you know, it just reminds me so much of what you were saying. I there's this, I guess, quotation I always hear and I always say to myself is that things don't happen, you know, to me. They happen for me. They don't they happen to us. They happen for us. And it's kind of like an exercise and a, a muscle that you have to kind of build out and kind of see. And definitely, obviously, some traumatic things have happened, you know, to so many people in so many different ways and organizations and everything in, in between and all around. Um, but again is end up building that opportunity for us to kind of, you know, be stronger, to be better, be more resilient, as you said so well. So definitely looking forward to you turning that page, looking forward to hearing what's beyond that next page and beyond that too. So thank you, my friend, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day.
0: Thank you, you as well. Amazing.
1: Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast, powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Want to level up your business even more? Read blogs, listen to podcasts, and watch videos at cbnation.co. Also, check out our IMCEO CEO Facebook group. This has been the IMCEO CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.